Uh, welcome to Movie Butts. I'm Arnie Joe. And I am Dan. This is, you know, a podcast where we pick a topic and, uh, you know, those topics are like either actors, franchises, studios, whatever the fuck we want, directors. And then basically, uh, I do some math uh, to determine which is the best and the worst. To decipher that math, uh, to decipher what the best and the worst is, we include the Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb, Metacritic, box office budget, sometimes awards. Uh, anyway, if you average it all out, you there's a clear and effective best and worst. However, that didn't really matter this week um, because there was always only, there were two in the topic. Um, there was always going to be one that was the good one, one was the bad one. What was our topic for this week, Dane? We watched uh, the Willy Wonka movies. Yeah, so the first one on episode one was the original, thank God, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory from 1971. And the worst is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory from 2005, I think. Am I right there? 2005? Yeah. yeah. Um, so they actually had, uh, at the end of the day, um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory made far more money than Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It, uh, it, it, the original was actually a bomb. And the critical response for this, this one, was actually quite good as well. So... The reason this is the worst, we have to thank audience approval ratings because the IMDb user rating and the um, Rotten Tomatoes audience scores were filed down for this one. So I'm just thankful that the audiences didn't like it because I would have had a hard time calling this the best. Good <laughs> old know? user reviews. User reviews, like The Last of Us 2, you know what I mean? <laughs> Apparently it sucks. Do you, do you think this movie was screwed by um, by fans of the original, so they just review bombed it? Yeah, two thousand and five. <laughs> I don't think uh, I don't think there was enough. I don't think review bombing was a thing. Oh, maybe it was. I'm I can't stand review bombing. I, I don't know. It's like a really weird form of protest that I think is unfair. But we'll save that for another day. So, um, what's the plot synopsis for the uh, two thousand and five remake of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Uh, pretty much the same thing. Everyone knows Charlie is uh, Povo, and he uh, and Willy Wonka is a dude in town who makes the most delicious, insanely weird chocolates. And but his his factory's shrouded in secret. Are they still in England? No, they were not in England ever. Uh, not even in the first one because it's meant to be. Um, like a, it, it could be any, I think it, it, it's meant to be, it could be any kind of Western place, any Because the first one is incredibly English though. Like everything it's, about it screams English. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It feels English, but the, I'm, I, I have to go back and watch it now. But I swear to God, Charlie Bucket in Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory has an American accent. Right. And so okay. does Gene Wilder. That's true. But everyone else is British. Except for like Mike TV. Yeah. But they're... And also the German guy. But yeah, I don't... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I I know that it's meant to be... Uh, it could be any town. Right. In a, in a, in a Western society. <clears throat> but anyway, so... You know... Willy Wonka puts out the golden tickets and then Charlie gets the golden ticket and then he takes him and his grandpa to the factory and um, it's, a, it's a wonderful time. And But 
in this one, I don't know how, how, how close this is to the book. I know this is meant to be a straight adaptation of a book. It's not, it's okay. closer, but it's not. Okay. But in this one, we follow Willy Wonka's childhood issues and that becomes kind of the main focus of the film once they arrive at the factory. Would you agree? I haven't actually thought about it because I don't like those scenes and get really mad. But um, you know, you're kind of right. Charlie really takes a back seat as soon as they get to the factory. He almost fucking disappears completely. And what I found really funny is that Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, they called it Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, but it's still a film very much about Charlie. Yeah. This one, they called Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, but Willy Wonka is kind of the main character, at least once he shows up. It's like the first half of the film is all about Charlie, and then once we're in the factory... First, third, yeah. Once we're in the factory, it's all Willy Wonka. Charlie just, like, fucking disappears, and it's just... And then it's just the Johnny Depp show where we just yeah. nothing like, but this shit. You don't even get like the quips from Grandpa Joe or anything in this one. It's just kind of like yeah. they literally just disappear. Yeah. You see I, I didn't them... even think about it, but you're right. Yeah. You you know, you kind of see them in the background and shit. And then they'll they'll cut to Charlie saying something innocent occasionally. But the, the, I think that happens literally three times. Yeah. Um, once they go into the chocolate room, um, Charlie goes to pick a, a candy apple off the tree and then one of the little girls takes it, steals it from him and he says something like, um, why can't you just share with me? And she's like, fuck you, can't. And then <laughs> so, yeah, along those lines. And then there's... um. Another scene later where he does something similar, where he's he's like, I don't know why everyone can't just be nice. And then later is is then it's it's like something similar or, or just is him being like, Charlie's the only one left, Willy Wonka. He's like, well, good on you. You win, boy. <laughs> That's kind of all of Charlie's scenes in the factory summed up right there. Otherwise... Yeah. He's fucking not there. We pay more yeah. attention to uh, Veruca's The Sultan. other kids. Yeah, the other kids. Especially the two girls. Yeah. Um, so, before we get too much into semantics, what did you think of this film? Um, it's not... I've, I've... I don't hate it, but I hate a lot in it. Yeah. But... Um, it's it's not it's not as bad as he's Alice in Wonderland, but this no. is. But I would I would say this is a bad movie. There's very little things that I like. There's there's probably about half of it that I just don't mind. It's inoffensive, but there's a there's a good chunk of it that I found cringy. Yeah. Did you? What did you think of the opening before Willy Wonka turns up? Um. It was okay. It was all right, you know. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was particularly good, but yeah. um, I didn't think that there was anything really bad about it. It was just kind of, um, you know, the biggest criticism I'd have is um, some of the scenes drag for a bit. And that's right. it. But the rest of it is is sort of, you know, it's fine. 
I thought it was the best part of the movie. It felt very Tim Burton to me, the opening stuff. Um, <laughs> but it still wasn't as good as the opening for the original. So to really compare, it's still not as good. I just thought it was the best part of the movie before to be, let, let's be, for me personally, it's like when the Oompa Loompas turn up in this one, like I get really mad. <clears throat> yep. I can't stand the fucking Oompa Loompas. So what, what, what were some of the things you didn't mind about this one? Um, well, like the whole opening, I didn't mind. There's only a few things that I, that I liked, which was, um, the line that his other grand was. So once Charlie wins the golden ticket, mm -hmm. um, and he's like, no, I want to sell the ticket because we need the money more than the a trip to a chocolate factory. Mm -hmm. Um, and then his other grandpa says, come here. And then he's like, this is the, you know, there's only five of these tickets in the world. Why, you know, you don't, why would you, uh, why would you give something this rare away for something as common as money? Are you a dummy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Only a dummy would do that. Are you a dummy? Um, I liked, I genuinely liked that line. I thought that was, I thought that was quite good. Um, that's the only thing I liked. The rest of it, I was just like, okay. I didn't even really care for the visuals because it's like, I'm not into the, I never have been into the Tim Burton quirky shit. All right. So I was just like, I actually thought the fact that they lived in a crooked house was dumb. Right. I'm like, okay. Cause wh what I liked in, what I liked in Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory was that it felt like the real world, which made well, the factory way more entertaining because it was like, um, something wondrous that existed in the real world. In right. this, it, this is like, this is like Whoville, you know, it's, it doesn't, it, this is not our world at all. This is so the Tim Burton universe where it's they're almost like fucking dr seuss characters you know it's yeah like i do know crooked crooked houses and wacky little colorful factories like the toothpaste factory looks like fucking willy wonka's factory it's like willy yeah. wonka fits so much into this universe that it's not even like a wacky guy it's not special is it no it's not even like a wacky chocolate factory it's just the chocolate factory yeah because the whole world is like this it's, it's weird and crooked and funny. Mm. For, for me, I, I actually, like, I, I'm a bit, I think I even said this before we recorded, I'm a bit conflicted about this one because there's some elements I do like and, and the other elements I fucking can't stand. Mm. Um, I like the casting of the kids in this one. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know what it is about Johnny Depp, but I can almost never, I don't think I can ever... Um, call out his casting. Like, even in some of his bad ones, his casting has been okay. Right. So, like, I can all I can see almost all of the actors as the characters. So, that to me... Except for the fucking Oompa Loompas. I can't stand oh, that guy. Did you mean guy. Tim Burton? Did you mean yeah, Tim, Tim Burton? What Tim did Burton's I say? Casting? Johnny Depp's casting. Oh, sorry. Tim Burton's casting. Yeah. Um, in all of his movies, I he, he tends to hit the nail on the head. Except for what, when he casts Johnny Depp. I... See... I even like Johnny Depp as Willy Wonka. Oh my God. I, no, no, no. I don't like, he's okay. So, okay. So hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah. 
terrible casting, okay? Poor choice, but I don't know how much of it is him and I don't know how much of it is the script. I can tell you that I think he is having a lot of fun with it mm-hmm. and he is a lot of fun to watch in this. Okay. So I don't have a hard time watching him. However, it, it misses the character. That's not Willy Wonka. I don't want to be like those people that are like, that's not my Willy Wonka. <laughs> to me, it doesn't make sense for him as Willy Wonka. But whatever that fucking character is, I couldn't stop watching him. Right. It was weird. Does that okay. make any sense at all? Um, yeah, sure. I mean, I felt the opposite. I, I really wanted him to shut up and go away. Really? Um, yeah, I, f- I found him incredibly annoying. It was an, an, an obnoxious performance. Oh, yeah. Well, like, he was creepy. I hated He's it. He's super creepy in this film. Um, um, but I, I, I understand where you're coming from because... Um, you can see that he's trying his ass off and what, and here's the thing, whatever he's trying to do, he's doing it. He's nailing it, but I don't like what he's doing at all. And not, not just because it's like, well, my Willy Wonka is like this. It's because this is creepy. This is a very creepy man. And I don't... (laughs) What is because Willy Wonka's the? Would you agree? Willy Wonka's the villain in this. Yeah, he's the yeah. villain. It's so, just a, this is why you just don't get Tim Burton to direct something as wondrous as Willy Wonka, because he's a fucking miserable goth. So now we're just watching this goth Willy Wonka, and it sucks. It like. It was like, he's creepy. And there's moments where it's like, it genuinely, like the criticism and uh, point that I've heard a lot of people say about Willy Wonka is like responsible for the kids' deaths. Mm -hmm. It's almost guaranteed that that's the case in this one, right? Yeah. Like, it's like he's killing these children (laughs) and he's like staring and he's smiling and he's laughing about it. Like, (laughs) And you're just like, what cunt? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, he seems actively responsible for it. And even like the songs that they sing, even the, like the Oompa Loompa big choreographed songs. Mm-hmm. It's, and he's like, you know, it's just improvising, you know. Mm-hmm. Chewing gum is really gross. Chewing gum I hate the most. See, it's the same. You yeah. know, like that, it very much clearly says that he knew what was going to be happening with all of these kids. Yeah. Unlike what you said about the original where it's like he had a feeling that something could go wrong here, Mm. it seemed far more insidious in this one because of how unsettling his performance of fucking Willy Wonka is. Yo, he's a psycho. he's, He's actually a mentally ill man and I don't think... That's just accidentally coming through. I think I think when Tim Burton sat down to... Because I don't believe that Tim Burton wanted to make this film. There's no way he approached the studio and was like, I got a great vision for a remake of... Uh, for an adaptation of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I think they were like, uh, we're going to do a remake of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Let's hire Tim Burton to do it. And he was like, right. okay, uh, I guess I'll do this. And, um, 
And so he had to come up with his version of Willy Wonka, which of course Tim Burton's version of Willy Wonka is like some uh, paranoid schizophrenic hermit who 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 has who has inner demons that he has to overcome. It's like his interpretation of Batman, like Michael. Ke- bringing it back to Michael Keaton, his Batman is like a weird goth dude who like hangs out in a castle alone. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas like every other interpretation of Batman has not been that at all. Mm-hmm. Even so, like he can just he he can turn anything into that character. Yeah, because it's him. You know. Yeah. <laughs> He tried to make Willy Wonka into himself. It's it's very bizarre. Um, I'm just trying to think of positives. Like I like, so I like the interactions between the kids. Mm-hmm. So some of the lines they have with each other, I found quite funny and enjoyable. Yeah. And some of the direct inter- uh, interactions with Willy Wonka and the kids. Again, I found them funny. For me, I was almost scratching my eyes out anytime an Oompa Loompa turned up. Because none of the Oompa Loompa jokes are funny. Do you think the Oompa Loompas are the worst part? Yes. It's really bad. It's so bad. Like, it ru- it actively ruined the movie for me. Like, I don't I don't remember it annoying me as much as a kid. Mm-hmm. But, like, the opening stuff, I'm like, you know, it's, it's, it's not as good as the original. Because the original has all those vignettes, and that's quite funny. In mm-hmm. this one, it happens a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. And um, all it is is just introducing the kids. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's like you don't see anything else of the world. You just you get introduced to the kids. Um, when Willy Wonka turns up, he's creepy and weird. But I'm like, okay, I, okay, I can. Like, I'm. I feel okay in the hands of Johnny Depp because he's so weird and interesting. I'll watch this guy. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't not look at him and watch him. You know, there are moments where you're like, what the fuck. You know, but with the Oompa Loompas, every time I saw them, I would just get angry because it's not funny. No, and it and it's always ugly because they cast one guy as all the Oompa Loompas and then just, you know, copied him and they cast the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. And um, if you thought the Oompa Loompas were, were dressed ugly and you know the the first one they are they're wearing these hideous like lycra suits leather suits <laughs> yeah yeah uh and the songs are fucking terrible they're awful they're really bad they're not funny and they sound disgusting yeah like they sound gross that's that's a good way to put it they sound disgusting like there's no reason why I want to hear them, and they're not—they're not—but they're not funny. Like there are so many Oompa Loompa gags, mm. where they weren't in the original. Like the Oompa Loompas were around, but they were never a subject of a joke. Yeah. Like I actively had to pause the film at the bit where he's like, "Oh, you know, if you eat this, you get a—you grow a big bushy beard," and then like the Oompa Loompa walks up, like looking like cousin it from you know. Uh, the Adams family, yeah, and he puts his thumbs up, and I paused it because I'm like, no, that's just so unfunny. I'm angry now, you know. Mm-hmm. Like all of the gags with them were fucked, and they took up so much of the film. Yeah, like they literally were like, oh, we can do this with Oompa Loompas now, so we may as well just shove in as many bad jokes as we fucking can. Yeah, and it ru- and it made it unwatchable. Like 
you might not like the interpretation of Johnny uh, of Willy Wonka. I don't either, but he Johnny Depp made it strangely mesmerizing for me. Mm-hmm. But those Oompa Loompas were just um, jarring, like gratingly bad. There's one, uh, so the songs are really bad. Also, I think the film is ugly. This, the stuff with just Charlie before the factory is, is, is actually kind of nice looking and, you know, his own quirky way. Uh, once they're inside the factory, I think the factory is ugly. It's, it's dark, it's gross, and it's a CGI mess. It looks fake. Yeah. Nothing looks real. Yeah. Nothing looks delicious. Like, there's some elements of the first one where I'm like, oh, that looks tasty or the chocolate or anything. And, and this, it just, I'm like, you're watching this opening, the opening shot is of the chocolate being made. And at no point did I want to eat it. Because it doesn't look real. No, it doesn't look real. It looks like I'm watching a video game, you know? Yeah. Um, I, the, the, the songs were the worst part for me. I had to keep pausing it you know through them because i could only take so much but they're really awful sounding and the the dance choreography and all the shit happening during the songs but it's meant to be funny it's it's fucking awful yeah i guess it's meant to be funny like there are so many points throughout the film that i was like why did that happen was, was that meant to be funny? Like, I just kept saying, was that meant to be funny? Like, I don't know if that was meant to be a joke. Like, just what? See- what's a moment that you, that a lot you, of that you can think of? Like, uh, their weird little banter in the boat. before. Like, they get in the boat, which, by the way, sucks. Because they, they got rid of the, 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 the fun little boat. And that, filled it with a hundred Oompa yeah, it's, Now it's just a... Now it's just a uh, a, a, a dragon fly, uh, what, what is it? It's a fucking, dragon boat. Yeah, it's like a dragon uh, yacht. No, a uh, like a canoe. They call them, dra- you know, dragon boat racing. It's like, yeah, it's just paddling but yeah. with a dragon head on the yeah, front. Yeah, and then there's like a hundred Oompa Loompas paddling the boat. And they're all high. Like, that's one of the jokes. They're laughing. And they're like, yeah. why are they laughing? And it's like, they're high on cocoa beans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, things like that. You're it's like, not funny. It's, is that meant to be funny? And then he goes, um, and he's like, oh, what? you're all so short. Like, yeah, we're kids. I was never that short as a kid because I, I could put a hat on. You couldn't reach your head. And your it's arms like, are too short. Yeah, I was like, is that meant to be funny? I don't know if that's meant, if that was meant to be, if that was meant to laugh at that. That there's a couple of or are just you trying weird... to make a point that he's insane? He's out of. Re- I think I. It, it's probably both. Right. I. There, there are a couple of moments where like. Um, Willy Wonka shares just eye contact with characters. Yeah. And then you're like, "What the fuck was that?" Yeah, you just like, there's a moment. For a sec. <laughs> like there's a moment where. The da- like Veruca Salt's dad and him just stare at each other for a minute. Mm. And then like, it's literally just two close-ups of them looking at each other and then them both looking like really confused and then them walking away. Yeah, And I'm again, just like, what was that? Yeah. What was that? Was that meant to be funny? 
No, but like I like it was. But but there there's some of the moments with Johnny Depp that I liked because I'm like, what was that? That was weird. <laughs> like, what were yes. you trying to do there? Just you him know? being weird, I guess. Him being really weird, you know. Like, so I like it's meant to be a, funny. I guess so. But th- there's a bit that like I remember laughing quite a bit. He's like, oh, do you have the peanut? Uh, peanut counter 3000 and then Johnny Depp's like you're weird and then just like walks away like I found that funny okay well Um, did you like you liked this as a kid yeah so I saw it at the cinema was was this just like nostalgia coming back for you You no it was the this this is the opposite of nostalgia because I didn't like it nearly as much this time um, like I said, that there are elements of this that I liked. Like, I really thought the kids did really well. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's like, I'm not usually a fan of child acting. And I thought the kids were well cast in, in this one, you know? I could see them all as the characters. The kids are well um, cast. I didn't like Mike TV. I didn't... Oh, really? Th- yeah, I didn't get that. And, and Like, his interpretation. Like, he's meant to be super smart, but, like, nihilistic. Right. I don't think Tim Burton likes children. Because that was weird to me. Because it's like... It's like this kid figured out... Which is stupid, by the way. This kid figures out exactly where the nearest golden ticket is to him by, like... Doing extreme math, checking the barcodes and shit. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you like the geography by the wind direction, and we we'll check this and that, and I don't know exactly where it is." But that's painted as a bad thing. It is, isn't it? Like yeah, and, he should be like commended and stuff. No, but the thing is, like, and it's like, "Oh, I you little it's... brat!" It's like, what is Tim Burton I... offended by intelligence of children these days? No, but I think I think it's like meant to be paired with the fact that he's like super arrogant, if you know what I mean. Like I think that's the thing is like he's super smart, but he's also a dick about it. Right. Yeah. But you see, with the the kids in the original, Mike TV was just spoiled because he watched TV, which is why he was called Mike TV. Yeah. Which I don't know why he's called Mike TV because his thing is he plays video games. Mm-hmm. He's not called Mike Video Games. Why don't you yeah, just but you make play, it? but you play video games on a TV. Right. But why didn't he just make him still like a kid who just watches a lot of TV? Now he's like, so, oh, okay. Now, now he, now Mike TV plays video games and is super smart for some reason. Like what, the I, smartest actually, kid in the world. Now that I think about it, what was the explanation for him finding the chocolate bar in the original? I think he just found it, didn't he? Okay. So, I think they tried to give him more of a reason for being there. Because, like, you know, Augustus Gloop gets it because he eats so much fucking chocolate because he's a fat cunt, right? Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Veruca Salt gets it because her daddy pays for everyone to open the chocolate bars. Violet Beauregard does it because she's competitive. Mm-hmm. Mike TV does it because he's super intelligent. Whereas in the original, they, they had almost all that, but then Mike TV is just an outlier. Mike TV is just as lucky as Charlie. So I yeah. think they were trying to like differentiate Charlie from all of them. 
Yeah, but the thing is, the kids are meant to get it because they all have negative traits. Like, one of them yeah. is, like, a spoiled brat. The other one is, a, you know, gluttonous pig. The other one's super competitive. Uh, Which is psycho, not a com- yeah. psycho narcissist. And then Mike TV is just, like, a little asshole who just watches TV all the time. But then they're like, oh, yeah, but we've got to give him something else. Um, what if he's a fucking genius? What if he's the smartest kid on the... What if he's the smartest person on the planet? Because everyone on the planet is looking for one of these, and Mike TV is the only person that cracks the system. This is the smartest kid in the world. And yet his yeah. dad's still just like, oh, yeah, Mike's such an asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just a weird thing to throw... Think of something else. Think of something else. Yeah, fair. It just it just fucking threw me off. And also the Veruca Salt thing. Oh no, um, the bubble Violet Beauregard. Yeah, they were like also showing like I don't know why she had to be introduced as doing extremely good kung fu. Yeah, it's, it's meant to be a joke, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, you go. Was that meant to be funny? She just yeah. beats up two guys, and it's like, ah ha ha. <laughs> yeah, that's the joke that she's the little girl who can beat up people. Like n- now, you're pointing a lot of these things out. I'm like, I'm unable to answer. <laughs> you know, I just like... yeah, I just notice all these things because um, the first one is so tight. Yeah, there's not a fucking second in that movie that isn't necessary and also isn't like multi-layered. It's doing multiple things at once. It's providing you with information or it's making you laugh. Or it's entertaining you in some other way. It's yep. it's so tight. This yep. one, there are there's like at least a good fucking forty minutes that serve no purpose at all. That there's 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 moments that I I swear to God they're just trying to fill runtime. They're like the studio wants it to be two hours long. What do we have? What can we throw in there? There's there's just unnecessary moments. Like there's this whole thing between the two little girls where it's like they're competing against one another. And we just have, I think it's like, he he doesn't like, he's making fun of um, like girl relationships or something. I don't know. Yeah. But then they, you see them, you know, kind of pretend to be friends and then they have little glares at each other a few times over minor interactions, um, which doesn't amount to anything because the story demands that it doesn't. So don't put it in. Serves no purpose at all. And wasting my time, Tim Burton, don't waste my time. Yeah, well, he did. So, and you watched it, didn't you? Yeah, I was almost going to watch it again, actually. What made you want to watch it twice? I couldn't possibly watch this twice. Because I didn't, you know, I was so confused at the end yeah. of it I, that I was like, I don't know. That's why yesterday you were like, hey, do you want to record today or tomorrow? I was like, I, I need to sleep on this because I honestly can't speak right now. As soon as I, I was finished, I was just like, what? I, I have what? to ask you, yeah. I have to ask you, did you find the Oompa Loompas in this one to be far more problematic than the original? <laughs> Um, no, I found them to be just as problematic. You don't, you don't find that him showing him finding them in the woods and how they're like eating bugs and 
Oh. Like they have no agency to like eat anything except for snails. Mm -hmm. Like kind of wrong. Um, and they're like, and this time they're like little Indian men. Yeah, it's it's you know it's it's probably a little bit worse than just leaving it as a story that Willy Wonka could or could not be lying about. Um, but at the end of the day, they're still slaves. But yeah, I mean, I think maybe he's trying to excuse it a bit by showing like, oh yeah, look how poor they were living, which is a colonialist excuse to, to occupy yeah, native lands. For me, land. it makes it worse to me. Mm. And it's just like, I, I just, I, I like for me, I'm like human beings, I don't care where the fuck you live. They they can do better than just eating grounded up snails. Mm -hmm. That to me seems a bit racist. That that's his perspective on like, you know, native <laughs> tribes. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm I like, don't know if that's cool. what he was like, going you for. You showing it, you showing it, isn't making it better. You yeah. showing it is making it worse. Yeah, I don't know if that's what he was going for, but I think he was trying to come up with a way to excuse slavery. And the only excuse that you could come up with is the same excuse that slave traders and colonialists fell upon. And it's sort of like a an unhappy accident. Yeah, but like, if you're going to do it, like, what if he had, what if there were like, some Oompa Loompas that were actually were people that had characters. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like we see the, the same three Oompa Loompas or something and we see some in the background, but we get introduced and we get to know as best we can some, but he just dehuman it like, like they're dehumanized in this one. Yeah. Cause it's the same cunt yeah. cloned. <laughs> yeah. You can't tell them apart. You can tell them apart in the original. They might all be wearing the stupid fucking makeup and the weird fucking shoes and shit. But they're all different people. It could be better because uh, then they're not people. They're like little creatures. No, that's worse. No, but in this... Well, that's not worse. I mean, oh, what's sorry. A, what's you're talking about in the original. No, no, I'm talking about... No, I'm talking about this one. That it's right. like... You know, you could say like... That they're not people, they're like little, um, different, they're different species and stuff. Yeah, but so, that's more it's... what you get from the original than this one. Because in yeah, this, but in the original... really short Indian men. Yeah, but in the original... The same. He... But in the original, he says that they're people. And then he does the same thing in this one. They do it in both, where they go, are they people? And he goes, of course they're people. <laughs> it's like, they're slaves. <laughs> like... Like, I get that really weird, like, white culture vibe from this, where, like, yeah. we're getting that the gaze of seeing some, like, a culture, but we don't see them for how unique they are. We just see them as the same. Mm -hmm. Ah, okay. That's cool. And that's kind of what I'm getting from this. And that's what, and, and that makes me more annoyed. Again, I think that's another accident, because it's like, it was clearly, they used the same guy. Because it's cheaper to just use one guy and just yeah. and just copy him a whole bunch of times. I thought that that was... The, the thing that made me mad about the, the Oompa Loompas more than anything is that they, um, 
they just used one guy and they copied them and I was like, how fucking cheap are you? How fucking cheap? And can it didn't you be? look good. Imagine how many um uh like little people actors were um when they heard that they're remaking Willy Wonka, were like, Oh fuck, I might have some work coming up. And then they find out it's just, just one little guy. dude. It's this just little Indian one guy. guy doing it all. His name's Deep Roy. Yeah, I I recognize him from um, Eastbounded Down. Right. Um, so I'd I'd like to um, touch on the morals of this film. What mm. is the theme of this one? Well, I think by the end it's supposed to be family. Like you gotta love your family. Yeah, I guess. But it's it's, it's, it's it. But it doesn't kind of seem to fit. It doesn't seem to fit with what it should be saying, what or what the original saying? said. You know what no, I mean about is... like greed and heart and stuff like that. No, the know? morals the 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 morals of the film are different in this one than the original. That's what took me a while to figure out because I was like, I'm you know expecting to have it be trying to teach the same lessons, but it wasn't. It was, because no. uh, I was like, but how does that fit in with, um, you know, imagination and stuff? I was like, oh, it doesn't. Oh, the, the, the film's meant to be about family. But I think that just felt shoved in at the end. The, like, I found the ending, like, like it made me dislike. He is incredibly unlikable, Willy Wonka. Yeah. In this film. Like he there is no point in which he is likable. Even at the end, I don't feel sorry for him. I don't give a flying fuck if he starts hanging out with Count Dooku. You know what I mean? I just don't I don't care. Yeah, so for those who haven't seen it, um several times throughout the film we have Willy Wonka has flashbacks to his relationship with his dad, who was a dentist. And he hates his dad and then he runs away to start a chocolate factory because his dad won't let him have lollies. His dad, by the way, is played by Christopher Lee, which, you know, that was another thing I liked. Even though I don't like the dad shit, I like Christopher Lee and seeing him was nice. Oh, it's always nice seeing him. Yeah. Um, And then at the end, where they fly up out of the glass elevator, um, Willy Wonka says, yeah, I'm giving you my my factory. come come along and he's like can my family come and he's like no definitely not you don't want to hang around with your family family's bad it distracts you from making chocolate and then charlie's like well i don't want it then i love my family more than anything and then willy wonka's like oh okay that's weird and then willy wonka starts to feel bad and and then charlie and then he interacts with charlie again because he's like why do i feel bad and he's like because you're mean you're a mean man and then he's like, all right, we're going to go and visit my dad. I got some making up to do. So he goes to visit his dad. He hugs him. And then, and then he realizes that family's good. And then the buckets move into the chocolate factory. But they bring their house into the chocolate factory. Yeah. But, do you, but they didn't, but they also didn't really resolve the stuff oh, with the oh. dad either. Yeah, he hugged him. He hugged him. 
That's the resolution. He hugged his dad. Now he loves his dad. And then we see Willy Wonka come and join the buckets for dinner. And he has color in his face again. And then he's like, I like you guys. And that's... Do you know what I would have liked? Skewered from his... What? I would have liked if Christopher Lee was at the table as well. Yeah, that would have been something. That would have at least made me feel resolved. Like, I, I don't I don't know. I just... It felt cheap and not really earned no, in it's this definitely, version. Yeah, it's so cheap. I, th- I think it's I think it's shoved in there because he didn't want to make the exact same film. So they're kind of thrown in these other weird elements. Like I said, it's, it's more about Willy Wonka. But it hijacks the rest of the film because those scenes with him, his flashbacks have really nothing else to do with what's going on. Yeah. And then, yeah, you're right, it slowly becomes about that. But, like, the other characters don't really have any context. Or the other characters are superfluous to that story. Yeah. They're just there. Yeah. So, like, it's, what... It's what not about does this any trip of it... through the chocolate factory. It, the, the, the trip through the chocolate factory is just happening because it has to happen because it's an adaptation. But the real story that Tim Burton and Johnny Depp are trying to tell is about the tortured mind... Of, of a genius. Wonka. I yeah. don't I don't like it. And I, I think it just makes it it just makes it completely irrelevant. Make a different film. Make a completely fucking different yeah, film. Yeah, exactly. Don't That's what I'd say, which is what this. makes me think that he couldn't. You know, this is why it's like a director for hire thing. So what he did was instead of making it because he didn't want to make that story, he ended up make trying to do something else. Yeah, because he's is that like that kind of what you're getting at? Yeah, because he's like, I gotta fucking what what can I do with this? I gotta put, I gotta have some interest in it. I don't think he wanted to make a fucking Willy Wonka movie. No. So, so he tried to make it his own movie, which is about a tortured genius who hates his father, and he lives in his uh, goth castle. Right. Yeah. I I don't know. It's the the you know the more we're talking about it, the more annoyed I am at this <laughs> at this adaptation, and the less I I. We'll defend it. It's weird because this then should start... Because if that's the what the story really is, which I think is the, the story that they're more interested in telling, then that's, mm. then then it's weird that we get like 40 minutes before Willy Wonka even shows up. But like, what, what? okay, so what I don't understand is you've seen Big Fish, right? Yeah. This movie was the movie he made after Big Fish. Yeah. Now, isn't that already the plot of Big Fish? Uh, the family of. thing? Yeah, kind of. Like... Kind of, but the plot of, of Big Fish was more about, like, uh, the joy of, of, of storytelling, I thought. Yeah, of course, but it's like... You know, that, that creates a rift in the family and then they have to kind of get over it together. It's mm. like the same thing as like Charlie's a chocolate... The gift of being a chocolatier. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so stupid when I say it. But it's... For me, it's it's a bit too close to Big Fish. That you've already fucking made that movie. You know, maybe you don't need just, to... Yeah, maybe he was just recycling that idea. Uh 
Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Anyway, do you have the reviews in front of you before I start getting a brain aneurysm from thinking about this? Yeah. So, um, this is a 10 out of 10 review by Manson Baby. Um, what? A wonderful... By who? Manson Baby? Ew. Anyway. <laughs> uh, a wonderful trip. Uh, trip in quotation marks. Uh, 2005. Uh, so I have read an awful lot I've read an awful lot of negative comments about the new Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I myself have actually had the amazing chance to see a sneak preview of this movie in a contest and would like to put my two cents worth in. Oh, so this... you're a shill. Yeah. 10 out of 10. <laughs> he's, giving um, it a re he's giving it a good review because he got to see it before anyone else, so he feels special. Yeah. And anyway. This is before the days when that was common for critics to do. This is most definitely not a movie for young children with its hidden jokes and bizarre jumping about. Um, okay. Bizarre jumping about? What does that even mean? Yeah. What, the creepy Oompa Loompas jumping about? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, a magical menagerie of colour and wit with some very dark and eerie elements. This is a refreshing change from the very happy-go-lucky type movie that made up the original. Yeah, refreshing is what you'd call it. And boy, boy the in 2005, scary than this. Boy, in 2005, was I really, you know, looking for a refreshing, gritty reboot, which wasn't the exact thing every fucking movie was turning into around that time. But this isn't gritty. Like the original was far more real. And yeah, this is a this is even kind of, scary. Yeah, this is a pretty dark movie, but it's like it's like goth dark. Yeah, but the but the original has that you know that boat scene, which is yeah. <laughs> actually, terrifying. Yeah, it's freaking twisted, man. <laughs> um, while no one will ever be able to replace the truly amazing Gene Wilder as quirky chocolate Willy Wonk chocolatier Willy Wonka, Johnny Depp, he wasn't quirky. Johnny Depp adds new life and oddity to the character, but he wore a big purple hat. Yeah, I guess that's quirky. The character of Charlie was wonderfully cast, using young Freddie Highmore to play him. The necessary chemistry required to make a movie actually work was extremely noticeable between Depp and Highmore because of their work together in the drama Finding Neverland. Oh, I fucking forgot that they did that. Right, but... 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 But Willy Wonka and Charlie barely interact in this movie. Yeah. Um... Literally, the only thing I can think of him saying to him until the end is, well, you're just lucky to be here, aren't you? Like, that's think, the only thing I think he says you could, to him. I think you could watch the film and make the case that Johnny Depp and him were never on set at the same time. Yeah, <clears throat> fair. The necessary chemistry required to make a movie actually work was extremely noticeable between Depp and... Oh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, all in all, I thought Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was a wonderful movie, but definitely not for the children. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking kids movie. What are you talking about? This Maybe is a his kid... son Sorry. cried. Am I missing and something? He enjoyed it. Am I missing something? This is meant to be a kids movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely a kids film. Definitely not one for the kids. It's a. F it's probably rated G. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Sure, I'm pretty sure it was like PG because of like there is a like dark some dark themes in there. Yeah, but. Like, uh, you know, PG 
isn't, you know, March at all. That's that's still a kid's film. It's a fucking kid's movie. Mm. All right, so this is a 1 out of 10 review by RZG2. Uh, just does not hold up to Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Uh, he reviewed this just after it came out as well. Uh, this movie was simply awful. Willy Wonka lacked the warmth, humour, and wit that was shown by Gene Wilder in the original. The use of one person as the Oompa Loompas comes off as ch- cheap production, whether it was or not it was. The changes made, even subtle ones, such as the order of such as the order of events between Charlie finding the money and getting the last ticket and the introduction of the elevator just seem off. One of the most memorable moments is left out, which is the fizzy drink that makes Charlie and Uncle Joe float around. I forgot about that. I felt like there was something missing. Yep. Yeah, well, Um, it doesn't fit with... Because, like, Charlie in this one is perfect. Yeah. He's Tiny Tim. And so so is Grandpa Joe. Yeah. Yeah, and then... Yeah. There's no grey when it comes to the Bucket family at all. They are just good, a good, wholesome Christian family. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and also they don't have... Um, why would he care? He'd be like, you drank fizzy lifting drink. Could you imagine this Willy Wonka being like, you lose! <laughs> no, it wouldn't work. No. He d- but he did it in a weird way. Like that, 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 again, the whole scene with him being like, oh, good heavens, no, you can't bring your family. You need to be with me alone. Yeah. Pedophile. <laughs> okay. Um, the Oompa Loompa sequences are horrible. The main characters fail to connect with the viewer as they did in the original. I could go on and on, but we'll just end by saying this movie is proof that new technology, different actors, producers, and directors do not equal a better experience. Save your time and your money. Buy and watch the original. My five-year-old daughter even prefers it over the new one. No. Uh, Do you disagree with much of what they said? Yeah, no, no. But, I mean, like, I was trying really hard to not compare it to the original. It's almost impossible, though. Yeah, it's obviously really hard because it's like a, it's like a classic. Yeah. Um, but I was like, okay, they're, they're making their own thing. They're adapting it more from the book. Um, they're going in a different direction with who Willy Wonka is. So I was trying to view this as like, you know, the, the Batman begins, you know, compared to Michael Keaton's Batman. It's like, this is a new take. Right. It's, it's a new, it's a new version um but i don't like this version it, it it's 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 messy it doesn't make sense it's 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 fucking internal logic is all over the place i don't think they know what they're trying to do it's shoving in messages that only appear halfway through and half-heartedly at that and then try to make it the theme of the whole movie it's like frankenstein it's like stitched together when that's not actually the point of the film at all it's just, yeah. it's, it's very bizarre. And yeah, I don't know what, what, what becomes pointless, the film or those scenes. Do you know what I mean? What's pointless? The, the, like the actual theme that they're telling or, the, or everything else in the film? Well, everything else, like the whole actual story of Charlie and, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory becomes pointless because the, f- the film makes it clear at the end that... And see, 
the whole time it was all about family. And it's like, well, that only makes sense for a few scenes <laughs> that you've just shoved in there. The rest of the film isn't really about that. Not at all. So, I at mean, least you... at least have that somehow infused with the story of Charlie. Yeah. Uh, like the have... only way it's infused with the story of Charlie is that Charlie loves his family. And he doesn't give it up for money, I think. But I don't know, like, even that kind of contradicts it a little bit. Yeah, know? and then they could, if they wanted to go down that route, they could, which they did want to, they could use the relationships between the parents and the kids more to make that about family about how like you know these kids don't have enough love and joy they're spoiled but if they cherished each other more as a family they wouldn't be such rotten kids or i don't know something like that yeah but they something don't really to... commit to that anyway no but you know something to play into the that theme that you're trying to get at the ending feels tacked on just because he didn't want to fucking copy the ending from the original. He wanted to, like, you know, subvert people's expectations. Because, it, you know, that is what they're doing. Because at the end, uh, Charlie goes, Can my family come to stay? And then he goes, Of course they can't. And then they're like, oh, <laughs> what? Gotcha. You all thought that this was going to end the same way, but guess what? We got another 15 minutes to go. Now we're going to visit Christopher Lee. And now Charlie's shining boots and his dad has a different job fixing the machine that took his job. And we're supposed to think that that's good. But now, and now the Charlie Bucket family having roast chicken every night because the dad's a mechanic. Why the fuck wasn't he a mechanic before if it's that easy? Yeah. Why are you doing this, Tim Burton? What is yeah, wrong I with you? I, I think let's um let's wrap this up before I get too angry. So what's your final thought and rating for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Oh, um, you know, there's worse movies. It's mostly ugly and cringy unless, you know, you get into the Johnny Depp thing. I mean, like, I, I get why you find him entertaining. I can't stand it it's it's obnoxious but i found him he is one of the most entertaining parts of the film even if it's for all the wrong reasons yeah he's not doing a bad job he's just doing a bad thing he's in the wrong film yeah um mm. yeah it's a fucking rubbish movie and but but it's uh honestly it's, there there are moments where i was put in a trance I couldn't believe what I was watching. I was just like, what is, what is this? Um, so, you know, it's maybe it's, maybe it's cool to watch it for those reasons. So, you know, I give it a, I give it three, three thoughts. Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, I, I like the opening, but it pales in comparison to the original. Um, I like the kids. I think the kids are well cast and with what material they have, they seem to do a good job. Um, yeah, the film is fucking disgustingly ugly, and then, yeah, Charlie just becomes a non-character for the second and third act of the movie, which is all a bit fucking just messy and shit. Um, the Oompa Loompas are racist and offensive and make me angry, and the CGI is fucked. Um, but I do like Johnny Depp's performance because of how fucking out of left field it is. It doesn't belong in this movie, and he doesn't belong in this movie, 
but it makes something from just being a complete and utter bore fest eyesore into something kind of strangely funny. Like it's it's like Twin Peaks level of weird when he's saying things, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I give it a, a four out of 10, four farts out of 10. Cool. Um, yeah. Anyway, I think it's uh, my turn to recommend this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to recommend gay conversion therapy movies released in 2018. <laughs> okay. Because uh, I can't get any more specific than that. How many of those are there? There are two. (laughs) One that I really like and one that I don't like, but I don't want to say which is which um, until we're reviewing them. Because I have a feeling the the one that's... I I have a feeling the good one is going to be the worst and the the worst one is going to be the good one. So we'll we'll have to see there. Anyway, thank you for listening and talk soon. Bye-bye. I've got something I want to talk to you about. Yeah. Have you seen that um, Michael Keaton is coming back to play Batman? Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I wanted to talk about. Oh, I'm I'm glad we're on the same page here. Um, so, what do you know about this? Um, so I tried to read a bunch of articles. None of them could give me an exact source. They all just said that there's speculation about. Um, that he's going to join the DCEU in the Flash movie, which is the one where he creates an alternate universe. Yeah, it's it's the Flashpoint paradox sort of thing. Yeah. And Michael Keaton uh, is going to be Batman, although there's now only speculation about what kind of Batman he'll be. What do you... Uh, like, I'm, I'm kind of hoping for them to somehow go into a... Batman Beyond world. Do you know Batman Beyond? Yeah, it's like future Batman. Yeah, so like Batman retires and then this kid named uh, Terry McGuinness finds the bat suit, steals it, and then mm. Bruce Wayne becomes a, like a mentor to him. Yeah. Um, that's the only real way I can see them actually pulling it off with, you know, Michael Keaton. Yeah, I think you that's... Know? Yeah, I think that's the obvious and best answer. That's that's the best thing they can do, that he's a retired Batman yeah. who's training a younger Batman. The absolute worst thing they can do is do a, a... Michael Keaton is Batman in an alternate universe and then they do CGI younger face on him. Oh, don't say that. That sounds terrifying. Um, what I'm thinking is it's going to probably, like, I have a, I have a feeling we're going to get a very similar dynamic to the new Spider-Man movies, mm-hmm. which I'm kind of worried about because I don't want them to just do the same thing. So, you know how, like, I don't know if you know with the new Spider-Man movies, but, like, Tony Stark is, like, his mentor, like, Iron Man was his mentor. Yeah. And it's kind of like Spider-Man's almost like a little, little Iron Man. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of worried that that's what they're going to do with it. It's just like they kind of turn the Flash into like a new Batman and I don't know. Oh my God. No, that would be awesome. Bat Flash? No, that sounds awful. Yeah, but I mean, you know, wouldn't you want to see it? Oh, in a, in a watching the world burn sort of, sort of way, it sounds awesome. Yeah, you go, oh wait, Barry Allen is 
Batman, and then they have him be Batman who runs really fast. <laughs> fast Batman. Now, they could do like, it. They probably will, because like Spider Man's literally becoming Iron Man. Yeah, that's kind of what they're setting up there. Yeah, but he's even and, like got a metal Iron Man type spider suit, doesn't he? Yeah, he's basically Iron Man, but like a twelve-year-old. <laughs> you it's know, so weird because um, Spider-Man doesn't need any of that stuff. No, Spider-Man should be just Spider-Man. So it's That's just the... them trying to. This is again committee thinking, and they don't understand why people liked Iron Man, so they try to put Spider-Man in the Iron Man suit, and they're like, "Is that it? Is that what you like?" Well, in the in the comic in the Civil War comic books, there is a big part of it where Spider-Man gets the Iron Spider suit. But mm. what I think is funny about this is from my research and looking into it, that wasn't very popular with comic book readers anyway. <laughs> so yeah. why why are they why are they then trying to like do that in the movies? You know, it's it seems to be but I guess like movie fans and comic book fans are completely different. Do you remember when like Watching a like watching a comic book movie was a nerdy thing to do. Yeah, and now it's like people will literally say, "I only watch normie films, like comic book movies." Yeah, like that's a phrase people say that they're normie films. Yeah, now if it's like I don't like those movies, it's like, oh, huh. think you're cool, think you're too cool for mainstream cinema, you fucking hipster. It's like, yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yes, it used I to be do. The inverse you used to be a little weirdo if you were, if you really liked like X Men or something. Like you yeah. were like, yeah, weird. Yeah, I used to get um, the kids in the class being like, "Oh, your favorite movie is X Men. What are you gay?" Like, yeah, yes, They're pretty gay films. Yes, I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but like what I, what I love specifically with Michael Keaton is like. There's like this really weird irony, life imitating art, art imitating life thing with him that I just mm. find so fascinating. Yeah. Like he's Batman. His career goes down the toilet. He has a career renaissance because he plays Birdman, who is an actor trying to revive his career after being stuck in the role of, um, Birdman. you know, Birdman, yeah. And then the next film he does after Birdman, he plays a Birdman in Spider-Man. He plays the Vulture. Yeah. He plays a Birdman in a superhero movie. Yeah. And now we're at a point where it's almost like, what, another 10, 5, 10 years later, and he's just playing Batman again. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's so it's, weird. I love Michael kind of Keaton. Like, he's a weird kind of guy. Like, it's kind of like Michael Keaton didn't get Birdman. In well, the same way that Adam Sandler didn't seem to get funny people. Right. It's well, like, you like, just made fun of yourself, and now you're going to do the exact thing? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, he's been... Like, he's had a bit of a career renaissance. Like, he's been in a few other things since. Like, he was in Spotlight and, I don't know, yeah. The Founder and stuff. Like, he, it, he, his career has been kind of revived by... Yeah, he's around. Bird he's, ar he's, he's around you know, again. He's around now, but he's he's doing all that shit. Just kind of yeah. doing just doing whatever, just 
rubbish. Like he was in the Robocop remake and I think the Need for Speed movie and stuff. And I'm just like... He just like, does whatever comes his way. And it's like, yeah. Birdman was about a guy who's like, I'm sick of doing shit. I don't want to fucking... And, and that's the thing is about... What I like about Birdman, and I don't know if it's me, me and you who argued about this, but his performance is incredibly self-conscious. Mm-hmm. And he isn't a great actor. But in that movie, that's what was needed for that role. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's... It's again. It comes down to the whole like you can cut, you can have anyone act as long as you cast them in the right role. Mm-hmm. And for me, his like self conscious kind of attitude and even acting in that movie makes that movie, for me, really good. No, I think you're you right. You know, he just plays himself. That's why yeah. he's cast. Yeah, but and I personally am into the idea of this. Michael Keaton coming back is uh, I know it's stupid and it's, it's kind of predictable but I'm probably gonna check it out if I find out no I'm gonna see it no matter no matter what because if I find out that it's a Batman Beyond situation and he's training the younger Batman um or they do digital makeup on Flashman they do digital. They do digital makeup on him and Michelle Pfeiffer, and they both play Catwoman and Batman again. Holy shit! I will definitely shit. check that out. But I, I, I don't think they'll do that. But you never know. They could. It wouldn't surprise me. I just find it interesting that you seem more interested in the DC movies than the Marvel movies. Is it because they're bad and you like watching bad shit? Because they're unpredictable. You could. You could maybe get a good one out of them. That'll take you by surprise. Most of the time, you're gonna get some, some weird shit happen in it. Frankenstein that, film. Yeah, that you kind of like. What? Why did they make that decision? And it's fun to speculate. Marvel movies, you know exactly what you're gonna get. You know exactly what's gonna happen. You're gonna get like a. You're gonna get an alright time. They're better films for that reason, but they're not interesting to me for that reason. Interesting. I, I just watch all of them. Like, because I like, I like self-flagellation, you know? I can just watch something even though I'm going to feel bad afterwards. Like, I watch things on purpose to get grumpy, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I get that. Mm. But I just find the Marvel ones boring. Yeah, fair. I don't know. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't not see them in the f- cinemas. Like I see, they're the movies that I think are fine in the cinemas, but every time I've rewatched them on DVD or on like streaming services, I'm always like extremely underwhelmed. Like Infinity War on DVD was nowhere near the film it was when I saw it in the cinema. Right. And And it'll never live up to that. And there's all the hype going around too at the Mm. time. And and and, and the thing is like the cinema reacts to that stuff. Mm. Like, um... I, one of my first memories of being in the cinema was Attack of the Clones and everyone cheering when Yoda pulled out a lightsaber. Yeah. And it's the same thing with the, a lot of the Marvel movies, like the big mm. ones. You, the crowd are like a part of the... Like sitting at the midnight screening in a, in a cinema filled with people is part of the experience. Yeah, and if it's you don't not a do good it like thing. That, it's not a good thing. You just said it yourself. The crowd cheered when Yoda pulled out a lightsaber. The crowd is wrong. Do not follow the crowd. They have bad taste. Hey. Yoda pulling a out fucking... a lightsaber is 
bad. Very As bad. As a kid, it was pretty awesome. I liked it. You know? Yeah, but you know, we were we're stupid as children. That's true. But you, you liked know, like, again, you liked you liked this fucking Charlie and the Chocolate Factory when you were a kid. Hey, shut the fuck up. 